Hello there, everybody, and welcome back to the Great Transylvanian Bite-Off, where this week we are pitting three dads against Dracula. I think that's a good summary. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Three. Now, here we go. Three dads who like to get freaky against <laughs> Dracula. More accurate, but is are all three of them dads? The one does guy the, is the second the... Does the last guy is the third guy a dad? Yeah, the third guy is the dad of Luce. The second guy. The second guy's not a dad. Two dads, one cop, one dude, <laughs> two women. I can't like actually name and everybody who fights freaky. <laughs> and everybody's nasty in this one. My name is Daniel Kunkel. And I am Evan Morkoff. This week we are talking about Taste the Blood of Dracula, 1970. It's a new decade, baby. Hammer Films came out swinging with this bad boy in May. This is a direct sequel to the movie that we talked about last week, Dracula Has Risen from the Grave. And it is a prequel to a movie we discussed a couple of weeks ago, Scars of Dracula. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty darn good. It's really not too bad. It's, we, a little, it's a little harder to find. I didn't watch this on YouTube, did you? No, it's yeah, yeah it's much yeah, harder to well, find. Yeah. This one's actually good, so I guess they like control how to how to watch this one. Um this but if you one don't mind is... digging around the internet a little bit, not too no, bad. Pretty fun. It's quite good. Um we've got Christopher Lee back as Dracula. This is the first one I think it clicked for me. Yeah. He is remarkable in this one. It started to show in last week's um yeah. Dracula's risen from the grave. I got we got a sense of it. I think you see glimpses of it in his first turn as Dracula. Yeah. But this is the most he's had to cook with so far, and he's pretty dang evil. You texted me about how like he's actually petty in this one. And yeah. he's he's vindictive. But the plan is good in this one, I I think. I agree. And let's be honest, he rocks out. He does yeah. he like this is one of the first Draculas where I don't want to spoil the ending, but he, he kind of wins. Like, mm -hmm. I know in the end he doesn't, but in terms of executing a plan and getting away with it all, yep, 100%. He pulls the plan comes true. The yeah. plan comes true, no question. Um, we get a cool little opening to this. So we've got a guy named Weller who's traveling through Eastern Europe. He's in a carriage with two other guys, and he's like, check out this snow globe that I got. I can give it to you for four bucks, maybe three. And then these guys just get mad at him and they push him out of the carriage. <laughs> he wakes up. It's nighttime. He got knocked out. Uh, he goes traveling through the woods. He hears this horrible scream, which is uh, spooky. It's pretty spooky. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I didn't expect it. <laughs> I didn't this, know opening, this opening scene is excellent. Um, yeah. He hears the scream. He keeps walking. He finds this cliff edge. He looks down. He sees the ending of Dracula has risen from the grave, the movie we did last week. He's in this ditch. He's impaled on a crucifix and Dracula disintegrates, just like we saw at the end of the last one. This time, though, it's from this guy's perspective. It's from Weller's perspective. Weller goes on down, gets a closer look at him. The blood effect in this movie. I'm loving it. it when I watched it, you know how most of the time we talk about how it's ketchup? Yes. This time I was like, oh, it's raspberry jam. Yes. <laughs> they 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 made it a little a little sturdier, a little a little more glossy in some ways. I like it a lot. It looks great. I I love it. It's kind of like it's like the alien 
blood from mm. Alien, where yes. like that one little change, I think, is one of the most important decisions they made yes. in Alien. And it's what led it to be part of the thing that led it to be such an iconic creature. I love this idea of Dracula just having strawberry jam in him. Like, <laughs> just this thick, it looks like silly putty almost. It's yes. Just thick, like gelatinous thing that comes out of him. Yeah. And then it crumbles into dust. Yeah. Like, you almost, it, it fits with the idea that he is a supernatural being who doesn't really use blood. It mm-hmm. has almost coagulated and built up inside his body into a syrup of sorts. It's, gross i like when i like when we don't get an explanation for why dracula needs the blood i don't think it really matters yep i totally agree and so like you said yeah i love that this just kind of goes with that and it's like here's this weird thing why does it turn to dust don't worry about it it's just it's not natural that's why it does it no animal's blood does that on this planet at least yeah um, so Weller comes down, he snatches up some of Dracula's stuff. He grabs his ring that we saw at the end of the last movie. He grabs the cape. Good choice. Mm-hmm. And he grabs a brooch. So this is a weird little retcon from the previous movie. I don't remember Dracula wearing a necklace that much, but apparently Dracula just wears a necklace with his name engraved on the back of it. I think it's meant to be the cape's clasp. Okay. I also don't think it was really there though in the last movie. And so they just kind of cut the cut whatever neckwear he did have and put this in there instead. <laughs> I okay. I like that a lot more. Cause otherwise, yeah, he did did you just retcon in a little like and he's got this little piece of jewelry there. It says Dracula. It says Dracula. Sometimes you forget your name or you know, if you drop it off the dry cleaners, you really need something there to remind them whose this is. It's... This is Dracula's. Maybe his mom sewed it in there. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Little mama Dracula taking care of the little little one. <laughs> he, he scratches off. He's like, Dracula. <laughs> and then we get the title sequence. Fun little title sequence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Brief. I love these title sequences. Very rarely do I like a title sequence that like completely cuts away from the action. I think it's got to be a very specific kind of movie that you're making where it's just like over space pictures of names. Like I think better. It's usually better just to like weave it in to the movie. I think most people would agree with that. This one does that just kind of weaves it in. It's like Christopher Lee and some other people who cares. (laughs) Now there's a movie. Um, We have our three dads. Well, Mm. our two dads and our one cop. We've got William, Samuel and Jonathan. So you know that they're white guys. (laughs) These guys meet up and everybody's like, wow, great guys. They're giving money out, loves them. Mm. Turns out when they actually meet up, they go to brothels and bars. Mm-hmm. Despicable. Horrible. I'll pass moral judgment. <laughs> Evan gave me such a severe look. <laughs> they, no, well, they... <laughs> they established very quickly that these three are basically just liars. Mm-hmm. In particular, I think it's, is it Hargood, I think? Or yes. William, that is like, he, he treats his daughter like shit he's a piece of shit oh they're all pieces my god of shit, he's the degrees. worst he's the worst and yeah. he's like shaming his daughter for like talking to her boyfriend in public like yeah oh my god how dare she and then she's like oh she like what does she say like my godfather and then he's like 
how dare you blaspheme in this house? It's like right off the bat. And then they set up that like he won't be at home for dinner because he's going to do his charity work. Nope, he's going to a brothel. He's no, just a dick a like liar that. Ugh, and a William. fiend. William, come on. So they all go to a brothel. They're like, God, this sexy woman dancing with a snake is just not doing for us anymore. <laughs> we need something more exciting in life. And instead of like, you know, starting an actual charity or something, <laughs> they meet up with this guy, Lord Courtley. Yeah. And uh, Lord Courtley's got a bit of a dark history. He was uh, celebrating the Black Mass a few years later. Yikes. Mm -mm -mm. Sketchy. So he was disinherited by his father. How does he make his money? The women at the brothel just love him. They say that he has the spirit of the devil. That's cool. Yeah, good for him. I, mean, I like talk about I mean, making that, but I like I like that as a story. Yeah, thing. Well, I, I like that he's made the most of a bad situation. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? You got to take care of the, the the brothel workers too. Okay, you know, mm -hmm. nothing wrong I agree. with that. No, yeah, I agree. Evan's weird soapbox is chosen to stand on this episode. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they all meet up uh, with Courtly. Courtly's like, oh, you guys are bored. And they're like, yep. And he's like, you guys want to sell your souls to the devil? And they're like, haha, what do you mean? He's like, I literally mean, would you like to sell your soul to the devil? And they're like, are we going to live forever? And he's like, forever and ever. And they're like, where do I sign? Let's do it. It's one of my favorite scenes in any Dracula movie we've watched yeah. so far. Because they just approach him like, hey, man, we think you're kind of cool. You want to get dinner? And he's like, yeah, but only at this restaurant. They it's go the to a restaurant. incredibly popular restaurant. It is yeah. filled with people. Yeah. And they're just talking about selling their souls to the devil and like how much money it's going to cost and all the weird shit they can get up to right then and there. Lord Courtley has this whole breakdown of like, so let me get this straight. You three are well-respected gentlemen who live their life according to a set of values that you set up and put out there. It's just a front, though, because you're really all into horrible, depraved things, and now you're bored, so you've come to me for help. And it's like, they've been doing this for like 45 minutes. You can tell. This guy has just been sitting there <laughs> selling them on whatever bullshit he can come up with. It's great. It's, it's weird, and it's unnatural and it's a blast it's yeah. so much fun and then he's like follow me for a good time <laughs> we gotta go to the creepy shop they go to <laughs> weller's shop who has just decided to keep all of dracula's shit and his blood so they're like all right weller how much and he's like fifty thousand dollars he doesn't give him an amount it's just money yeah they go, they buy it. Weller's out of the movie. Goodbye, Weller. I Honestly, quite liked you as a character. I missed Weller, and I'm glad he I'm glad he survives this one. Because I like yes, Weller. Good for him. Good for him. He should have just dropped that in the ocean, though, when yeah. he found Dracula's stuff. Well, yeah. really, the people from the last movie should have gone and gotten it. And we we've talked about this before. They go. They go to an old castle. It's a cool church. Oh, my God. Yeah. Spooky church. It's Very up on spooky. a hill. There's a creepy red lighting behind it. It looks good. This looks good yeah, overall, looks good. the movie. This looks really good. They go there, mix up a little, little bit of that blood, and they put on his cape, and then he's like, drink the blood. And they don't. So he drinks the blood, and Courtly dies. They and all, all of beat them him are to death. <laughs> He's, he's like grabbing, he's screaming. He's like almost vomiting blood. He's like screaming in pain. He's like, help me. And they're like, no, 
Get away. And they literally all start kicking him and beating him with canes. <laughs> and then when he dies, they're like, whew, dodged a bullet. Got to get out of here now. Oh, thank, thank God. Oh, back to my depraved sex acts. Again, when they go to the brothel, they're like, these guys are into some messed up stuff, like a, a woman with a snake dancing. Ooh. They're like, and, this is exotic. She's got a and snake. And other women at this brothel are naked. <gasps> Despicable acts. Ugh. Shh. So, Courtly dies. We get an excellent effect here. Courtly's body kind of becomes like a stone almost. Yes. And it crumbles away and Dracula's face is inside of him. Yes. Oh, it's a good reveal. It's so cool as as he dies and like the way the dust gathers around him and he solidifies, turns into stones, and then it just cracks down the middle and Dracula's face is below. It's an awesome transformation. It's great. It's just a good, it's a good intro. And then he, and then instead of just like standing there menacingly, he's like, they killed Courtly. That was my boy. Yeah. I'm going to kill them. Yeah. That's the setup for the plot. It's taken a little bit. It takes probably what, 30-ish minutes to get here. Yeah, it takes a while. It's, it's a, a long build long up time. to actually see Dracula, but we haven't seen an entrance like that in any of these movies. No. Uh, you know, a little preview of what's to come. I think that's going to score pretty well. I agree. Absolutely agree. Um, and then the rest of the movie is just him killing everybody who's related to these people and then trying to kill them. Yeah. Um, he tricks. Uh, it doesn't really trick. Uh, he takes control of Alice, who is uh, William's daughter. Mm-hmm. takes control of her mind. She uh, beats up and kills her father, who who is abusive. Like he's he's an alcoholic. He is abusive. Yeah. Uh, he like he's got some issues. And finally, yeah. one night after this has happened, he's like he's guilty. He's drunk. He, uh, she is, like we said, sneaking out to see Paul, her boyfriend, who also happens to be the other guy. One of the other guys' sons. Yeah. Um, and so he, for whatever reason, is like, I hate this guy. Don't go see him. She sneaks out. She comes back. He's drunk. He's like, I'm going to get you. And then he goes to kill her or whatever. And she grabs a shovel after Dracula mind controls her, hits him over the head, kills him. Done. Dracula does the best thing ever where every time one of these guys dies, (laughs) he's just like one down. (laughs) Two to go. <laughs> it's great. I love it. And it's Christopher <laughs> Lee guy. just being like mad and yeah. sort of bored and like <laughs> one <Yeah>. down. <laughs> it's awesome. It just stands in the background. Also, the the shovel hit. We get a pretty nasty close up of the wound it's on the side good. of his head. It looks pretty good. I Alice love it. can swing it. Alice can get it if she wants to with a shovel. <laughs> and so Alice uh, kidnaps her best friend, Lucy. As no relation does. to the book. And uh, they kid. I kept thinking because they say Hargood. Mm-hmm. Hargood is William and Alice's last name. I kept thinking they were saying Harker. Oh, it sounds like Harker a few times. It does. It does. Harker, Hargood. Yeah, I could totally Hark- see that. Harker. Harker. <laughs> If you kind of guttural that God, last sentence I wish sentence everyone there, could see you gets... doing this right now. <laughs> He's bobbing nope. his head like an ostrich. All audio. <laughs> um, so Hargood is dead. Alice and Lucy are missing. Um, 
Paxton, the the other guy, what the hell's his name? Samuel, who is Paul's yeah. dad, starts freaking out. He's like, oh, my God, Courtley's back from the grave. We got to go check it out. Yeah. They get there. So this is Samuel and Jonathan now, the two other guys. They go back to the church to try and find his body. It's not there. Alice is there. Or Lucy is there, though, who is the other guy's daughter. He's like, you got to kill her. And he's like, I'm going to do it. And then he shoots Shoot. him. So that's two down. This is it's one of the worst decisions yet, because yeah. that's not how he kills him, because uh, his no. own son kills him. They are all three dads. You're right. You're right. Um, so now the he, intro looks stupid. I'm so sorry. You were right. You were right. I just <laughs> forgot that that's how he died is his own son stabs him in the belly um, yeah. through Dracula's manipulations. But it's one of the dumbest decisions yet in a movie is these two men. They know vampires could be the answer. One of them, who is it? Is it Samuel? Who's like, he's they the learned one learn who's together. trying to like figure it out. Um, yeah. And so he knows it's vampires. He's figured this out. They go to the church. He moves. He opens the coffin. He sees the body of, of Lucy. And he's like, all right, we got a staker. He breaks open. He like breaks one of the church pews, gets a pretty good stake, is ready to do it. And then the other guy's just like, no, you can't do that. Shoots him in the arm and tries to shoot him like three more times before deciding, all right, I guess I'll stake her now. And then she wakes up and kills him. Easy. Classic. It's such a dumb motherfucker. <laughs> this is these three guys are the worst team to try and do anything involving Dracula. Absolutely. The, the uh, one guy, yeah. I think it's Samuel, he's like, he's like trying, you know, he keeps going back to his big fucking library. He's yeah. reading. They do a good job of setting up his house so you can see religious symbols everywhere. Like you can mm -hmm. tell he's a man who's like, unlike the other two, one who's just a bumbling idiot and the other ones who's an alcoholic asshole. He's like, all right, we got up to some trouble. I don't think anyone's going to go to this building. Let's just go check it out. I think it's vampires. And the other Could two be wrong. Just, I, I don't know for sure. I know he said Dracula, but you know. Um. So Lucy is like really trying to get Dracula's approval. He's not having it though. Dracula's got no time for people in this movie. Mm -hmm. He kills Lucy. Um. This is after Lucy has taken control of Jeremy, who is the son of Jonathan. Because yeah. why would we think about not naming the son the same initial as their father? Naturally. Jeremy kills his father. So that's all three of the dads dead. Yeah. Um, the cops arrest Jeremy because they're like, you got jealous and you killed your dad. And Paul, you remember Paul? He's the other guy in this movie. He's pretty boring. Uh, Paul gets given a letter by the police inspector from Jonathan, from the last surviving dad. And it's like the cop is like, whatever, this is just a crazy guy. Like, don't even listen to it. Paul reads it. It's everything. It's again, this movie and the last one have a problem where they realize, oh, shit, we've got 20 minutes left in the movie. They don't know how to kill Dracula yet. So we don't have time to go on a quest to, like, find an old book or something. So I'm just going to give it to you. Here you go. <laughs> he literally maps it all out. He's yeah. like, all right, you love Alice, so you're the only one who's pure of heart and strong enough to do this. This is I what guess. you need. You need a stake. You need sunlight. You need some crosses. 
I have a book for you. It's on my third shelf, three <laughs> books in. Okay, just go look for it. How it's, to Kill Dracula for Dummies. Yes. It's literally called like Vampires and Vampires or something like that. They find a way to put it on there twice. It's silly. Um, and now Paul is now Paul is equipped. Now Paul's ready to go. And kind does he of. get a gun? No. No. Which I get. Like, I, I, I always feel conflicted about this, right? Because, of course, we're watching a vampire movie and they pull out a gun and you're like, that's not going to do anything. It'll make me feel better <laughs> a little bit. Is yeah. that worth is that worth something? I yeah. don't know if that's worth something when you're hunting a vampire. Well, you know, I do have this question. Yeah. So, OK. You're hunting a vampire, right? What yeah. are they going to do? They're going to bite you, right? That's the thing. You, yeah. You have a gun. Can't you just shoot off their mouth? Like, yeah, yeah they can still kill you in some ways, but like that takes away their thing. In theory, you should be able to just blow off their jaw, right? Oh, just cut it off. Yeah. I mean, yeah, don't, yeah, or just get a shotgun and just blammo, like, get it. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, would, I it still think I, would it regrow? Maybe eventually, but it's not like right then and there, at least not in most worlds. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Castlevania is the only one where it would like instantly come back. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like there's a chance that that would work. Just shoot it off. And then, I like that. And then you've spoiled their good time, you know, they can't really go feed. I mean, I guess they could, but. Is it 30 days of, I think 30 days of night, I believe does this. If you've never seen 30 days of night, check it out. Excellent vampire movie. Uh, they covered it on just school with it as well. Great episode of their yeah. show. Yeah. And they, um, I think it's 30 days of night where somebody shoves a flare into a vampire's mouth and that feels pretty darn good to me. I, that's a, I think that's a great way to go about it. You just like burn off all the teeth. Yeah. Like Can a fire burn off teeth? It burns really hot. It burns really hot, right? Just not for very long. How hot? It'd probably do some damage. I mean, it would do How definitely. To melt teeth. I'm on a list now. Uh, <laughs> okay, it's on Quora. It's on Quora. We're fine. <laughs> um, assuming they're not. Okay, tooth enamel is harder than any other substance in the human body, which is why teeth remain long after all parts have decayed. Victims of fires are often identified with their teeth, which can withstand temperatures of more than 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Whoa. Whoa. How hot do flares burn? Simple math. <laughs> Road flares are widely available for purchase. Widespread availability, high burn temperature, 2,600. It's enough. 2,650 degrees Fahrenheit. That'll do it. That'll do it. So good to know. If guys, if you need to fight a vampire and you've flare. only got a road flare, it'll work. Okay? Yeah. Shove it in its mouth. Just shove it in its mouth. Um, I was going to talk about another movie. Let's finish this one now. Um, <laughs> something. I think that's what we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> um, so Paul goes to the church again. Great setting. I love this church. It Cannot express how much I love this church. And it's really going to pay off at the end, too. Yes. As so far, as we've seen the church, just to set the stage a little bit more before we get to this final scene. Please. The church is so old. Everything mm -hmm. is falling apart. It's got tons of those like, I, I'm a sucker for giant candles that have been used a lot with the yeah. long wax trail, you know. It's got dozens of them. It's yeah. got some old pews. You can tell at one point it was a functional church along with mm -hmm. like, I don't know, like a, what's the word for a fancy graveyard? <laughs> a mausoleum thank you it's a little bit of a mausoleum and a church it functions as both and it looks great you got bodies yeah. everywhere though so beware it's at the top of this hill if you um if you've ever played the game bloodborne it looks a lot like something out of that it's mm -hmm. very like it's very poe edgar Allan poe-ish it's just great great it, stained it's, glass too 
excellent stained glass. The the rocks look like like the stone look like stone. Yeah. This is now a podcast exclusively dedicated to reviewing the different creepy ass churches and <laughs> Dracula movies. I do. Um, it. <laughs> Paul shows up. He gets rid of all the devil worshiping stuff. This is Jesus's house now. Mm-hmm. He puts all the nice stuff out, puts the cross on the door. Dracula shows up and uh, Paul gets there. He finds Alice. They're backed up into a window by Dracula, who's there. Dracula hears a little a little chicken crowing and he's like, got to get out of here. Tries to get out. <laughs> Doors barred. Ooh. God, I'd be so pissed off if I was Dracula because it's yeah. the second time this has happened just, in three weeks, maybe just, maybe a month or two. It keeps happening to this guy. He just can't escape him. Uh, so they're backed up into the stained glass window. There's a cross on it. And then somebody starts saying the Lord's Prayer in Latin. I think so. This is how I interpreted this. Please. I think because Paul has set up the crosses and he's made everything back into the Lord's chair, like space. Yeah. (laughs) The Lord's cave. The the Lord's cave. Um, (laughs) Welcome to my Jesus cave. Welcome Um, to my Architects Digest interview. (laughs) Um, When Dracula, who is wrecking shop over Mm -hmm. here, he is tossing things. He's tossing people, breaking things. He backs up. He's trying to escape through that window. He notices the cross on the window. And I think that's when this in this movie, they do a cool job with the visual effect of seeing when Paul's holding that cross at him and it starts to glow. Oh, yeah. It's what it's I think this is the earliest movie we've seen that in, but it looks really good. And you get the sense that you're starting to see what Dracula experiences. So how I interpreted this is that this is actually God intervening in this moment. I what I oh. saw was God reclaiming the space from Dracula, and that's why that's why all of the crosses light up in this moment. So Dracula's hearing the Lord's prayer himself. I'm not sure it's actually being spoken aloud. This is literally like divine intervention. Yes, because happening. then he falls onto the altar and and turns into dust. He doesn't get hit by sunlight. He doesn't get staked. He doesn't get to tap decapitated or lit on fire. I think this is divine intervention. Okay. I think this is a church. Yes, I agree. I think that's the only way to to read it because it's. Otherwise, it's just trippy. I don't understand. Maybe Dracula's on something, but like. (laughs) Yeah. Suddenly, all of all of God comes to life within the church and Dracula can't take it. (laughs) um and then yeah dracula dies he climbs onto the altar and dissolves into dust again and he dies and paul and alice just leave who cares yeah like they literally leave that's the end of it's it's like we were talking last week these movies don't know how to end they're just like ah he's dead i guess we'll walk away now it's good it is good and here's the thing they do really well we were talking about it christopher lee's really fun in this one because he's in a vindictive asshole and then at the end he goes through his like anger t- temper tantrum sort of phase and then we get to see him panic and sort of make hurried bad choices and run around like a chicken with its head cut off and he gets that dramatic dying moment yeah i really love watching him in this he gets he has more to do in this movie than he's had yet People's reviews of this movie are pretty all over the place. Um, Variety is Variety called it effectively leveting stock situations with the occasional shock twist and has kept the Dracula pick atmosphere well. 
Review noted that Christopher Lee can now play Dracula in his sleep, and in this pick, looks occasionally as if he is doing so. I disagree. <laughs> That's really funny, but I disagree. It's hilarious. Too. <laughs> I disagree. John C. Mahoney of the Los Angeles Times wrote that the film was, quote, superior in production, performance, story, and atmosphere to the recent Dracula has risen from the grave. I will agree. In the title role, Christopher Lee seems to take new interest in the role with a terrifyingly bloodshot performance. I'll agree. Uh, and according to the Hammer story, authorized history of Hammer films, uh, which is a, a book you can read, uh, they called the film, quote, the finest genuine Dracula sequel in the entire Hammer Dracula series. I'll agree. I agree. So far, what we've seen. I agree. I we think this is quite fun. Yeah. And this, we, we talked about this a little bit. I think this movie brings a few new ideas that we haven't seen yet. Uh, yeah. Somebody capitalizing on Dracula's name and his belongings, the idea that Dracula can be brought back to life purely by using the powder of his blood and mixing it with literally anyone else's. It does raise one really interesting question. <laughs> yes. If all four had had the blood what from the little goblet, would all four have turned into Dracula? I don't know, because because Courtly is like, you guys have to drink it. Yeah. Would he maybe like, was Courtly not going to drink it and these three guys going to drink it? And then like they were going to combine their life essences into like a super Dracula? Well, see, that's the other question. If Dracula is meant to, if multiple people are meant to have drank the concoction and thus helped bring him back to life because this is a ritual this is not yeah. something courtly just like made up no. he, this is like a practiced and rehearsed thing it's a practiced and rehearsed thing does that mean because that didn't happen that dracula is only at partial power in this i would think so i would think so i would expect that if they had all if the other three had had the blood that all three would have died courtly would have played the trick he would have maintained his role as sort of servant to dracula and then Dracula would re be reborn with their essences involved. Yeah, because Courtly seems convinced he's going to live through this. Like yes. his dying is unexpected. And he refers to Dracula as his master, which makes yes. me think that Courtly's worked for Dracula before. I'll agree. That I'll was agree. part of his black mass dealings. And this has been his long awaited plan. I like it. I like that there is a little bit of of mystery left yeah in this there's a little bit of a wait why is he doing that and <laughs> and i don't i didn't personally feel like they didn't plan it out it just it wasn't explained you yeah, can think about it, didn't it have if you to want. be it was fun yeah as it was it kind of made it exciting to be watching something new yes um, a new way of handling all of this uh According i love like that Dracula is just like carrying out a plan kind of yeah. in silence and in secret. Yep. Uh, this is one of the smartest Draculas we've seen yet in terms of just being like, ah, those assholes killed my guy. Well, they have to die now and I'm just going to slowly ruin their lives. Which I, I like that. Like, I think a good villain is one, a good villain who has hench people I like when they explain or at least make it clear why people would follow them. Yeah. I think this is where a lot of superhero villains can go wrong is it's like, why do these people have hench people if they're just going to be killing them randomly? 100%. The Joker is the example I think of the most, obviously, but like 
I like that. I get the sense in this one that if you work for Dracula, he truly would look out for you in some way. If you yeah. did him a favor like this, he would repay it in some way. Yeah. Maybe Courtley was going to die and Dracula would have been at full power to just bring him back. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. This, according to Wikipedia, this was originally written without Dracula at all. Christopher Lee was increasingly reluctant to play the role. Hammer intended to replace Lee and Dracula in the franchise with the Lord Courtly character, played by Ralph Bates. That makes a lot of sense. I kind of thought, I thought this was going to be a big misdirection at first. I thought the idea was that Courtly was, I thought they were going to treat Dracula's powdered blood sort of more as a drug. And it was going to be that he's like sort of like ingesting it in some way and slowly yes. morphing into Dracula or a Dracula like being. This um, is the real question of the movie. Now, this is chicken or egg. This is is the you know, is the is there a human soul or is it all the brain and electro crap? You know, all this stuff. Is Dracula the person or is Dracula the blood? Yeah. And there's not a right answer to that. I think it's the blood. But I think it's in this movie. I think it's the blood. In this movie, it's very clearly the blood. But like, I love that. And I don't think even though that is, you know, maybe different than was originally intended in the book. I think it plays into the book pretty well with yeah. this idea of him being this uh, pervasive, corrupting evil. You know, yeah. it's so much scarier if it's not. It's not a person. It's a it's an infection. Yeah, it's a disease. And we see that, obviously, with both of our Nosferatu's so far. But like, yeah, that's absolutely true. That to me is scarier. Like the dude is scary. Christopher yeah. Lee is scary. But the idea that like even if he dies, this this strawberry raspberry jam combo is still going to be out there able to corrupt people and turn them just just into him again. Yeah. Well, I, what I really like the idea, too, is. The blood is powdery. You can, it can spread. It can get diluted in the wind and blow wherever it may be taken and then just yeah. ruin things, you know, and sort of poison the atmosphere. It's interesting. It's an interesting idea. It doesn't yeah. go anywhere, I don't believe, in the in the next one. But no. I like really, a lot really... of what they do with this movie. Uh, yeah. I think if you're looking for, like, to get a sense of what Christopher Lee did so well, aside from the original, which I think is worth a watch, um... I think these two are the ones to to take a look at. And you get a really sense, good sense of like what Hammer Films was about and why it was yeah. popular. I don't think you need to do scars no. of Dracula. Um, <laughs> but I think Dracula has risen from the grave was overall pretty good. Yeah. And I think this is like. This is solid. This is solid. I think this is a B, B plus movie. Easy. Yeah. Shall we rank him? Yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, Me too. Do you want to do you want to try and guess his ranking ahead of time? Think oh, you can man. guess his number. I don't and I actually I don't think we said it last week. Dracula has risen from the grave. His final ranking was a 28.2. Yeah. I don't believe we said that last week. I think I we got I too think, caught up. I think you're right. Do you, um, do you have a guess? Do you want to guess ahead of time? I think he's going to end up at a 30 5. 35. Okay. I think he's going to get a lot of points. He is going to, uh, I mean, not to spoil, but he's going to get a zero on the shape-shifting again. But yeah. better fighter, better smarter, Yeah. Uh, more intelligent, better dressed. I totally agree. I think this guy's going to get a good, uh, an improved score. You said 35. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 33.7. 
specific. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I'm going to say 35.2 then. Okay, I like that. I like that. Humor charisma. Well, let's be honest. Mm. He may not be charismatic, but he is fucking hilarious because the first thing he does is get up and be like, ah, fuck <laughs> these guys. <laughs> it killed Mike. Come on. Come on. That's my guy. That's my guy. I'm going to kill all three. <laughs> and then he stands in the background watching all three die and just goes, one down. <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. That's funny. If he could wink at the camera, he would. Because <laughs> all it would take is one person walking by to just be like, what the <laughs> fuck? What? Who's this what tall man say? standing in the woods looking at the dead body going blood one on his down? Mouth. What? Ah, <laughs> uh, like a... Th- 3.4-ish? Yeah, I like that. I like that 3.4. I think that's his... I think that's probably our highest Christopher Lee score so far. Probably. But but worth it. I think it's worth it. He has... He's not funny, per se, but... No. He's laughing to himself. (laughs) He's he's making me chuckle, and that's the most important thing, because I'm the one ranking him. Yeah. Fashion sense. I think it's pretty good. He's looking great. I'm looking at some photos again. The cape is there. The collar is there. He has a, I believe, a perhaps a five button suit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That seems right. It's good. It's a little bit. It's a little bit Orlock, but still clearly Dracula. Yeah. This is the first movie where I feel like his hair is really Bella inspired. It's got yes. that really strong triangle look. That widow's peak is did not come to it mess has. around. I think it's slightly lower than. Uh, oh, great. It didn't work for me. If he had had one shot on a rooftop with the cape billowing in the wind, it would have been the same. But would have happened. Alas. Uh, but I think it can still hit an eight. Um, yes. I kind of feel like an 8.2. 8.2. I love it. 8.2. Intelligence. Hey, execution. Listen. Execution, execution, execution. I'm going to throw out 7.6. I think that's great. This guy pulls off every bit of his plan. All right. Yep. Literally, if God does not intervene at the end. He wins this movie. Done and done. It doesn't matter that Paul gets there with the letter and all the information in time. Paul makes no difference. He gets his ass kicked and then Dracula like is about to escape before God is like, no. (laughs) It's the hills of Dracula. (laughs) It is really funny to hear the Latin come in (laughs) because Dracula's over there like, who the fuck is saying he just, that? He smashes the window. He's like, <laughs> it's just a picture of a cross. Who cares? And then just, it might as well be like, you thought. <laughs> no. I smite you. Come uh, on, man. Combat score. Combat score is pretty good. I think he goes up from last week. I um, do agree. You had a 3.2 last week. I think you could push into the fours this week. I'll agree. He kicks everyone's ass. Nobody really lands mm-hmm. a, a blow on him. No. And he's tossing people around. He's ripping this church apart. He's like yeah. literally ripping out blocks of stone and throwing them. Which uh, I love. Yeah. I love when dudes just chuck rocks at each other. <laughs> it's fun. Nothing says masculinity like chucking rocks. Nothing says it. Uh, 4.3. 4.3 sounds good. Yeah. I like it. It's an, it's an overall improvement. Uh, except for shapeshifting, which is a big old zero. I've already typed in the zero. He does nothing. Does nothing. Not Miscellaneous. The blood? The blood. Or Courtly? Oh, Courtly's pretty good. But I the think blood. it has to be the blood. Yeah. The blood. This is interesting. The blood's really cool. And I yep. love that he's established disciples enough to find a way to find him and bring him back. And again, we've talked about this idea that the blood is sort of an infection. That wherever it goes, there's a chance he can come up. 
Yeah. Because a lot of the blood turns to dust. But then when we see the vial that they get. Yeah. It's a it's like I mean, it's what? A quarter, like two tablespoons. It's yeah. not that much. It's really. really, it's really minimal. Also, the effect of it in the the cup with whatever they put in there. Oh, like, it's good. It's really good. Holy crap, it's good. Um, this feels like the Dracula where they were like, "Listen, he doesn't really want to do it, so you don't have a big budget because we had to give him like ten million dollars to come and do this." Yeah. <laughs> and then they instead of like seeing that and being like, "God, it's no money," they were just like, "We're gonna stretch it and we're gonna make yeah. it work," and they did it. Yeah, they just nail the practicals on this one. Yes. All the practical effects are really strong. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm feeling somewhere in the eights here. I was going to agree with an eight. Yeah. It's not an elite skill. It's not a nine or a ten, no. but it's a really rare one. It's really unique. We haven't seen it before. Um, I could see an 8.5. I like an 8.5, yeah. And it does it's keep good. him alive. It's not quite you can't kill him, but he's out there. No, no, he is out there, though. Grand entrance. I think it's got to be the entrance. It's got to be the entrance. Tearing through rock is great. Not even tearing. It just crumbles away in yeah. his presence. It's really cool. High threes, maybe touching a four. I was going to say, I think this can hit four purely from the standpoint of when have we ever seen this? Fair enough. Yeah. This is one that feels like it should have been. Somebody should have been able to adapt this to a modern movie at this point. Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. How it hasn't been used again, I don't know, because it's one there. of the coolest effects there is. Book bonus. Uh, we got two names. We got Jonathan and we got Lucy. And Yeah, but they're just kind of the names. You know, I don't think it's a... 0. 0.005? Maybe just like a 0.1. Yeah, we can be nice. Because he can go out... Of, in this one, he can at least go out in sunlight without... That's true. You know, without uh, dying. That's true. I don't think it's worth that much, though. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Anything else you want to go look at again or? I feel pretty good. I really like where this guy's number came out, too. This Me is too. probably our top Christopher Lee, isn't it? I would think so. He's coming in right now at a 36.1. Nice. Let's take a little look. See here at the old chart. Um, Yeah. Taste the blood of Dracula. That's is num- our highest Christopher Lee. It feels that feels right. 16th overall. Not horrible. Ain't that bad. I'm excited to finish Christopher Lee off and be able to do our like peak Christopher Lee, you know, with his size yes. score and everything. Yep. Because that feels more representative of what he himself brings to these. I agree. I agree. All right. So I believe of our Dracula movies, we have seen Dracula has risen from the grave. Mm-hmm. Taste the blood of Dracula. Mm-hmm. Scars of Dracula. Yeah. I don't believe we've seen 1972. Okay. Right? Am I am I missing that? No, that seems right. Yes. So we have not seen 1972, which is the sequel to Scars of Dracula. Yeah. We have seen the Satanic Rites. So yeah, we are only we are down to Dracula AD 1972 and the original 1958 Dracula. Great. Which yeah, and Wait. I believe that we'll have yeah we'll have Peter Cushing back as Van Helsing. Do you want to do 72 and then to finish it out we do 58? Yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. Did we really All not right. do wait 1958 yet? I don't believe so. Ooh, I think we did. Did we do it? Yes, because this is the one. This is the one where uh, Harker is secretly there to hunt him at the start. Remember? Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So I think it's only one we haven't done. Yes. No, because it was called something different. Yes. That's it had why a different I'm confused. Name. 
Yes, it was also called Horror of Dracula, yes. which we did do. Oh, that's okay. it. That's yes, it. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Oh, now, okay. Because I was going to say, I swear to God, I've seen this. You are you are completely right. Yes. Um, yes. Okay. So, our last one, and then we will have seen every Hammer horror film wow. with Dracula. That's really exciting. All right. So next week, Dracula, AD nineteen seventy two, new from Hammer. According to the trailer, the time, now, the place, King's Road, Chelsea, the killer, Count Dracula. <laughs> Hell yeah. How would you like to leave the show? Oh, boy. Um, I hadn't given that thought yet. Maybe I'm going to hire the uh, snake lady to uh, <laughs> pull me on a chariot of snakes. I want her to get a, gather all her snake pals, and I want them to pull me on a chariot. I don't know. What are you doing? <laughs> um, well, I was on my way to the show in my carriage and I was trying to sell these guys some <laughs> snow globes and one of them got mad and shoved me out of the back of the carriage. So I don't think I'm going to make it next week. Uh, but just in case I do, we will see you then for our final Christopher Lee appearance. Dracula, A.D. 1972. Whoop, whoop. Good night. Good night.